Welcome to In Marketing This Week. I'm Andrew Carrier, coming to you from a beautifully hot and sunny London. Written for CEOs and other leaders in the financial sector, In Marketing This Week is a showcase for news likely to impact them, delivered with insight on why it matters and ideas on what to do about it. It's published from London every Sunday at 6 to give you a head start on your week. This week, Apple's War. How marketers should adapt as user privacy comes to the fore. What's new? Tim Cook took to the WWDC 2021 stage on Monday to headline the Apple keynote. And forward-thinking marketers everywhere shuffled awkwardly in their seats as the ramifications of Cupertino's escalating war on targeted advertising slowly dawned on them. The Verge detailed how mail protection privacy will force the email economy to adapt. It writes, Mail privacy protection will limit the amount of data that people who send you emails can collect about you. The new feature helps users prevent senders from knowing when they open an email and masks their IP address so it can't be linked to other online activity or used to determine their location. 90 3.5% of all email opens on phones come in Apple Mail on iPhones or iPads. On desktop, Apple Mail on Mac is responsible for 58.4% of all email opens. The numerous iOS 15 features focused on user privacy combine to place more pressure on the digital ad ecosystem. Perhaps most notably, Private Relay will encrypt all traffic leaving a user's device, making them harder for advertisers to track. Why does this matter? Apple's announcement is just the latest signal that the days of harvesting people's data and following them around the web without their knowledge are coming to an end. And that, despite what some second-rate marketers might say, is a very good thing. As they wean themselves off the plentiful third-party data they've relied on in the past, marketers have an opportunity to rethink their approach and double down on building strong relationships with their audience. This is an opportunity for thoughtful, compelling and empathetic communications to shine brighter than ever. Of course, we'll still track metrics, the traffic to our own sites, for example, and the growth of our mailing lists, but building trust will be even more important. The challenge is how to get close to our audience, how to provide more personalization without compromising privacy or appearing creepy. What's next? What action can we take? So, whereas in the past, your marketing team could rely on personal data provided by third parties, from now on, it must build its own trove. And that means getting closer than ever to your clients and prospects. Keep three things in mind. Number one, consent. Clients will generally be happy to share their data as long as it's a transparent process and they're getting something valuable in return. So be clear from the outset about your intent and the nature of the exchange. Number two, value. Perhaps the most important of the three. Some marketing teams have become so addicted to tracking and prioritizing bottom-of-the-funnel metrics that they've forgotten about providing great content. What makes content great? There's a simple litmus test. Is it providing value to your readers? If so, it will build trust 
and affinity for your brand. And as a bonus, it will be shared more often too. Number three, rapport. Understanding your audience and communicating with them well is critical. Without tracking data, you're going to have to get to know your audience in other ways. Asking them questions is an excellent place to start. Reader surveys, for example, can be a great way to build up profiles. You can uncover demographic information like this, of course, but think bigger. Delve into their preoccupations, their pain points, their interests. This will inform the content you deliver to them in the future. As long as you've established consent, and as long as you're offering value, then starting a conversation is a natural next step, and your audience will likely be open to it. I hope you love the rest of the newsletter. This week we uncover why wealth management looks like a great business as the rich continue to get richer, why clients are putting pressure on all financial service companies to cater to crypto, why no brand can afford to ignore social media and its unrivaled power to amplify, and finally, why the biggest threat to crypto's credibility is its laughable Bitcoin bro proponents. I'm looking forward to talking with you again next Sunday. In the meantime, I wish you a productive and air-conditioned week.